Welcome to the Blockbusters and Birdwalks podcast. I am the curator, Garrett Chaffin Kirai. To say Shaun of the Dead is a funny movie is stating a fact. Our premise is that a couple of underdeveloped boy men in their late 20s can't quite become proper adults. Our lead character, Sean, played by Simon Pegg, is trying to negotiate a complicated relationship with his childhood friend, Ed, played by Nick Frost. The complicating factor is that Sean has a girlfriend, Liz, played by Kate Ashfield. He's in love with her, but he's also in man love with Ed. Sean. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. I know he's your best friend, but you do live with him. I know. It's not that I don't like Ed. Ed, it's not that I don't like you. It's all right. Just be nice if we could. Fuck. Spend a bit more time together. Bollocks. Just the two of us. Cock it. It's just with Ed here. It's no wonder I always bring my flatmates out, and then that only exacerbates things. What do you mean? Well, you guys hardly get on, do you? Now, what does exacerbate mean? It means, um, to make things worse. Right. Well, I mean, it's not that I don't like David and Di, you know. Guys, it's not that I don't like you. It's not And it's not that I don't want to spend time with you, because I do. It's just, Ed doesn't have too many friends. Can I get any of you cunts a drink? The location that much of this movie spins around is a bar called the Winchester, where Sean and Ed nightly spend away their time drinking pints, eating peanuts, and talking about nonsense. The inciting event of the piece is that Liz demands Sean take her out for a date. He forgets to coordinate this properly, partly because he's meant to go see his mother. It all goes wrong, Liz dumps him. He and Ed go on a bender and awaken the next morning terribly hungover, where we realize the world around them has completely transformed. Most all of their friends and neighbors have been turned into zombies that prey and eat people, turning those people they prey upon into still more zombies. When Ed and Sean realize this, they concoct a plan. Right. We take Pete's car, we drive over to Mum's, we go in, uh, we take care of Philip. I'm so sorry, Philip. Then we grab Mum, we go over to Liz's place, pole up, have a cup of tea, and wait for all this to blow over. Why have we got to go to Liz's? Because we do. She dumped you. I have to know if she's all right. Why? Because I love her. All right, gay. I'm not staying there, though. Why not? If we hole up, I want to be somewhere familiar, I want to know where the exits are, and I want to be allowed to smoke. Okay. Take Pete's car, go round Mum's, go in, deal with Philip. Sorry, Philip. Grab Mum, go to Liz's, pick her up, bring her back here, have a cup of tea, and wait for all this to blow over. Perfect. No, 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 wait, we can't bring her back here. Why not? Well, it's not exactly safe, is it? Mm, yeah. The state of it. Where's safe? Where's familiar? Where can I smoke? Take car, go to Mum's, kill Phil. Sorry. Grab Liz, go to the Winchester, have a nice cold pint, and wait for all this to blow over. 
Of course, Sean and Ed are not capable of making thorough decisions that are well thought through, and that's the humor of the piece. Sean continues to love Ed. Ed continues to love Sean. They're gruff young men. They're coarse. They're profane. But they've got to kill zombies and save their beloveds. In Sean's case, this is Liz. In Ed's case, this is Sean. And around them, of course, are their set of friends. It doesn't give anything away to say. In the end, they go to Fortress Winchester. Everybody is killed off or turned into zombies, save for Sean and Liz, who escape. Even Ed is transformed into a zombie. But... There is a nice note at the end of the movie. What's this note? Six months after everything is blown over and the zombie apocalypse has been averted, in fact, there are now reality television programs devoted to dealing with what actually happened, and there is an effort to take the zombified people who have survived it and turn them into service workers, returning shopping carts to big box stores and the like. Liz and Sean have set up shop in Pete's old house, now that, of course, he's dead, he's not going to occupy it, and in the shed in their backyard garden lives Ed. He's been chained, and he sits in front of a game console where Sean and Ed can continue to enjoy the things they used to enjoy when Ed was still a human, that is, playing video games. One reason Shaun of the Dead is such a charmer is that it kicks off the notion that tragedy and comedy can be wedded very closely in a movie. This is certainly not the first time such a wedding has been constructed around a movie narrative, but it is to recognize that zombies are awful creatures. It's also to understand that sometimes people confronting awful things can say and do funny things. Which is to say... We watch Ed and Sean experiment with a whole variety of ways of pulverizing the heads and brains of zombies they encounter. They become increasingly blood-splattered, they become increasingly confident of their skills, and they become increasingly more profane. When the movie finally rolls up into the Winchester pub where they make their last stand, a western motif, here come the natives or whatever marauding group of people intend to do harm to our pioneering cowboys, they make a circle around themselves that's defensible with, indeed, a Winchester rifle. We watch, then, as the tone of the movie switches towards that tragic note. Barbara is turned. Ed is turned. All of the friends begin to divide because they're being completely overrun by the zombies, and yet Sean and Liz make eyes at one another. That's our through line, to see the heteronormative couple finally come out the other side whole. If you remember that the movie does kick off with a man-love story, that is, Ed and Sean are both roommates but deeply committed to one another as the most central and important relationship of their lives, we come out the other side realizing that Sean has matured. He has accepted the romantic affections of Liz. They seem to move off into a potential future that's vibrant, filled with potential, but Ed is still out in the shed, lingering as the zombie self that Sean continues to love. One reason why Shaun of the Dead is enjoyable to watch today is it predates a whole group of movies that tried to think about the symbolism and the metaphorical value of the zombie in the service economy of the 21st century. Remember, this is before The Walking Dead. This is before World War Z. This is before the last 10 or 15 years of incarnated ideas about what The Walking Dead might mean to us in the world of now. The movie puts a point on this as it goes into its final credits where we do see surviving zombies from this apocalyptic event being turned into game show participants looking for meat 
to amuse people at home watching from a safe distance. This means that one of the things this movie meditates on is the repetitive nature of the service economy jobs many of us are forced to go through. We are all of us round pegs stuffed into square holes, and it doesn't quite work. I really like Shaun of the Dead. I've seen the movie by myself, and I've seen it in a crowd. By myself, I'm tickled by some of the jokes that the lead characters make, and in a crowd, I'm tickled further by the fact that people around me chuckle in exactly the same spots that I chuckle. They cringe in the darker moments when the movie takes a tragic tone that's quite unexpected and moving, and then the mood lightens once again to conclude with a happy note of optimism. Thank you for listening to the Blockbusters and Birdwalks podcast. My name is Garrett Chaffin Kirai. Boop boobity doo.